When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, folks, we are back. Me and Mr. Myself, Brandon Farmer, with uh, Nick Wilson. What to up? My, to my right side of me. I am sitting on your right. I'm that is correct. further away from you. Social distancing. Yes. Is that why you did it, or you just didn't, you don't like me No, anymore, I just. So you're just further away from me. Yeah, I don't like you. No. Well, no, just, uh, a lot of people don't. Right, so. you're right. No, I just, look. Where we are and where we sit, I feel like if I sit in the middle, I'm like right in your face. <laughs> you are. We are very close. Right. Yeah. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. look, let's back this thing up a little bit, and I'll get on the other chair and kind of spread it where I can, like, give you a fist bump, man. I yeah. To do that, where I don't. If I give you a fist bump where I was sitting before, I would just punch you in your face. Nice. You know, type thing. So. But now it's kind of like I'm talking a. Not across the room from you, but I mean, you are you are actually technically like six or seven feet away from me right now. Am I that far away from you? No, you're more like four or five feet away from me. But for dramatic effect, I wanted to say six or seven feet. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. You I know, mean, for the audience. Look, I think we're at a comfortable, in my opinion, distance right here. I liked it when you were closer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to move no, back to no, my no, no. wheelchair? No, you're good, man. Huh? I Are understand. Okay? I understand. I need I need some new deodorant. That's okay. Look, I need some breath mints. So that's, <laughs> that's why I backed up. We did have lunch together today and and we you did. did eat the potato salad, so I did. Yeah. And it was delicious. Mine was too. Mine was, we basically yeah. had the same we and both baked, got barbecue. And baked beans. Oh god, the baked beans are so good. They are delicious. And pork barbecue oh man good stuff with some tabasco yes flavored all over it with some toast you know i like to mix my tabasco in with my ranch dressing well that (laughs) too but really in with my ranch dressing to make it to to really at that point it's not really ranch dressing anymore it's more just like a dipping sauce right you know you get that ranch flavoring mixed in with the the spice and the bite of the tabasco and then just dip, man. Dip whatever you got. I dip, you dip, we dip, you dip. Dip in your tater wedges, your french fries, your baked beans, your sweet tea. Dip whatever you want to in there. I love and it's delicious. dipping. <laughs> you like I, dipping? I do. Dipping. Not dipping as in as in tobacco dipping. <laughs> you <laughs> not like that, not dipping. That I like dipping a, my food in yes. a variety of sauces that... Give my mouth flavor. <laughs> you over-explained that right there. You over-explained. I didn't want to go there, but I did. You know, I've never really knew what over-explaining was until I went to college. Because that's all, not mo- not all professors, but like it's it has it it's a weird situation where somebody knows almost a little too much about their topic. And they go almost too in depth to it, like cheese. And they, <laughs> you yeah, can know too cheese. Much, you can know too much about cheese, right? You can know too much about almost anything, not everything, but there are certain things that you should you shouldn't know a lot about, like cheese. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of other things, <laughs> soda. You know, yeah, ladders. I'm just looking at things yeah, that are in the room right now. Signs. There are just certain things because here's the thing: at at a certain point, there's a line that you cross when you're talking about that thing that you know a lot about. Yeah. When you cross that line into that advanced territory to somebody that's a novice, you've completely lost that person. 
You have completely and utterly lost their interest, engagement, and possibly their friendship. So, for instance, if I were to sit here and talk to you about something that I'm very passionate about, which is, you know, the film industry or history, um, there is a point in one of those two conversations, Brandon, where I might lose you, and then you start thinking about, you know, pork barbecue or what you're going to... Fishing, right. Something that you start to daydream, right? And then our relationship suffers because of that. And so that is where over-explanation I is mean, detrimental do, do our to you. relationship suffers or are just not interested in what you're talking about? I see what you did there. What? You're doing exactly what I'm explaining. I'm over-explaining, over-explaining. That's, that's what I'm doing. I didn't mean to do that, but you just made me realize. So I'm going to stop. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, no, I just, I just, you know, we're still in this quarantine thing. As of yeah. the recording of this episode, we're coming out of the whole quarantine situation. What is today? What is today? Today, it's the beginning of May, as the, as of the recording of this episode. Now, this episode will not premiere. That's this right. episode won't yeah, even premiere. That was premiere a good answer in, you gave a while ago. Beginning what? of May. It's going to be May. Is that what you were talking about? No. I was. I was oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> we are on the separate page here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's just. No, you're right. We're on the, we're still in quarantine, but we're on the brink of freedom. <laughs> well, I mean, freedom. It's it's we are. When you ask anybody how they felt during this whole thing, you're going to get one of two, maybe three answers, but definitely one of two answers. Yeah. One of them's going to be, you know, I've been I've been staying at home. I've been doing what I need to, you know, and and a lot of people that do that have really good reasons for doing so they're protecting their family that they might live with some older people older, older family down. members and then there are people like you and i that are that are going to respond with oh my gosh it's been torture you know it's been i can't go to a restaurant and socialize with my fellow human humankind you can look at it this way though yes you're right it, you kind of miss you miss that part of it of, of going in restaurants and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, um, I don't know. Uh, it, in some, you know, I still go through the drive throughs and I still get me something to eat while I'm, I mean, I'm still. Because you're still working. I'm still working. I'm still cutting grass and landscaping and all that stuff. So as far as going inside, I don't have to. It kind of, Saves me some time where I said, hey, we just, we grab our food, we go right to the next yard, and we'll eat right there for about 10 minutes, then it's back to work. Whereas you go inside, you got to kind of settle down a little bit, and you take about a good 30-minute, 40-minute break, and then you're not really, after you do all that, you're not really ready to go back to work again, because you kind of got food in your tummy. You get tired. And you get tired. And so I don't it's know. A, it's a lot of work. I mean, I'll I'll be working here. I'll be alone some days. I'll go get food, come back to the office, and sit down and start eating. And then I'll I'll get really comfortable. I'll sit in that that chair right there, yeah, right there, and it's really comfortable. And I'll throw on like sleep. a YouTube video, and then I'll have this sudden urge to turn out the lights and just sit there and take a nap right. and I'm like no you've got to you know you got to finish what, what you're doing blah 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 so being and maintaining productivity during all this has been a struggle to a certain degree but not really anything too out of the ordinary I no. mean it's but it's and here, here's a quick story so I don't know if you know about this actually I probably don't th- there there's you don't tell me nothing yeah, I'm sorry. We, I don't know. We we kind of talked about it today. Oh, I think we? I mentioned it to you, but I didn't go into depth while we were at lunch. So there's a restaurant in town where the owner is a very... He, he loves to shrug off authority. Not necessarily for the sake of shrugging off authority, but he's very much his own man, and he's a very independently... He's a very independent person. Yeah. And during this whole quarantine thing... He and his restaurant is semi off the beaten path. I mean, it's on a major highway, but it's kind of on the edge of town. 
he to kind of skirt the rules he would he set up folding tables on the outside of his restaurant and his regular customers because he has several regular customers that come every day to eat at yeah. his restaurant they would just walk in order carry out get their carry out order walk outside sit down and eat it outside at the restaurant so that they didn't lose that social aspect of the whole experience right well he got someone turned him in well it just so happens uh oh it just so happens there's a restaurant maybe a hundred and not even a hundred and fifty yards maybe a hundred yards away on the opposite side of the road and so there for a little while there was this small town drama going on it was like restaurant versus restaurant who did it who turned who in and there was a major confrontation well, that, that that's what that happened. happened well according to some sources that's exactly what happened really yes oh dude it Did, got I, juicy I didn't, know, I didn't know this i'll give you the details when we're off okay when we're not recording okay. but You're, man it was why would you leave me out of this why would you not well i thought you'd else? probably known because no. it, this is well, this. I, knew it, I knew that a person had come by and Yes. Let it be yes. known that if you continue to do this, I will turn you in. Yes. Stop thing. But I didn't know that we had restaurant versus restaurant drama. Well, it was it's it's one of those things where it actually ended up it's a pretty weird story. They they there was a confrontation, but once they confronted one another, once the restaurant and the restaurant confronted each other, they were like, Oh, so neither one of us are the bad guy. And they actually went and found the person that I, <laughs> it's a cra- yeah, it's like something out of a movie. Anyway, uh, so that's been that's been I've been watching that play out okay. over the past week or two. I got you. really two two weeks. That's been very entertaining, to say the least. Right, very entertaining. Also a little worrisome, but entertaining as well. So, so but here here pretty soon, um, especially in our area, we are going to be. Opening things back up for a little while, and soon to come for a long time. Yes, hopefully. Yes. So that's the. Uh, Get outside, man. Get outside. Being outside, we weren't ever shut off from being outside. So there's no excuse for any of us not to have experienced the outdoors. I know. I've been outside hiking. I'm a big hiker. I'm a big outdoorsy kind of a person. Love nature. I wear chacos. So, you know, that's my only certification. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. I, I would agree with, uh, with Nick. Get outside. And I'm it's like, look. So how, before we continue, so what's your, uh, what you been up to? What's your week been like type thing? Um, what you been doing? I've been I've been at work. <laughs> I've been at work. So when I, when I say when I say work, okay. Yes, I've been doing a lot of online educating and I can do that from home. And I do do that from home to a certain extent when it comes to answering emails, sending emails, text messages, uh that kind of thing. Yeah. But I've been at work working on videos planning projects that aren't going to really see the light of day until, you know, I mean, like there's one project that you and I are kind of just staring at right now that it won't really see the light of day until August, actually September, September this year. So working on a bunch of long-term projects, trying to finish up a bunch of long-term projects, uh, still working, hey, movie update, still working on the movie. So not not necessarily piddling, but just getting a lot of peripheral things and assignments and projects taken care of while also trying to manage the day-to-day of you know, making sure my, my students are, are getting what they need because the AP exams coming up for those right. guys. So uh, for instance, you know, I, I've emailed actually several students today talking about review material for all that good stuff. So, right. but I've been keeping busy definitely. And that's mostly what my weeks consisted of. Yesterday I was outside most most of the day. Spray I had to we had to 
weed eat and cut grass and spray uh, the football field, baseball field, practice facilities yesterday. So did that, but today it's actually raining. So I've been inside most of the day today. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. So you got a lot, you got a lot of stuff going on. A bunch of small things, nothing, nothing really major. Major, but you got. I've got some major things coming up. Yeah, you know, kind of surrounding right now. So looking forward to vacation, man. Yeah, I'll explain why at the end of the episode. But really looking forward to vacation, some vacation time. Yeah. So I don't know. This has been kind of like a big, not going somewhere vacation wise, but it's been kind of like uh, catch up on some rest. Yeah. 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 Just kind of catch up on family time and other stuff. But no, same here. Been doing a lot of. Uh, of course, with my business and stuff, doing a lot of working, grass cutting, which it is odd. You know, we're going to be in the 60s this coming weekend, and we are through the basically the first week or more of May. You know, I was sitting. Uh, that oh, is I, rare. I I went, got lunch from a place in town, got carry out, and went and sat. Came back to the school, and it was a beautiful day. So I decided I was going to sit outside and enjoy. The weather, enjoy the beauty before I had to go back inside. I was working on a video at the time. And I almost couldn't sit outside because the wind yeah. was ridiculous. No joke, man. It, and it was clear, absolutely clear outside. Yep. The sun was shining, but the wind was just gusting. And, and the tops of most of the trees around me were moving and making some serious noise. And so I was like, this doesn't really seem like, because it was at that time it was still the first week of May. It was within the first two or three days of May, I think, and uh, it was really, really strange because I'm like, this usually happens in late March, early April. This isn't a May thing, and here we are going into the second week of May, and I'm wearing a hoodie with pants. Yeah. Right now, as we speak, as we record this episode, yeah. that's really I don't know, it's strange to me. Well, we had some we had some couple of weeks or so where it got hot in April. It you got know, very it, hot. Yeah, it got you know up. That's true. Um, uh, like eighty eight, eighty nine, some areas possibly even ninety, um, in some areas. But for me, as my business, it is kind of slow the grass cutting down a little bit and what's well, one of those things these cool mornings and cool nights yeah the grass really slows down so but i just know it's a matter of time we're gonna get here in the mid-may a little bit later in the month and it's gonna um nights are gonna heat up mornings are gonna heat up y'all if you've never been to the south in the summer the nights if there's no wind, if there's not a breeze, usually there's a breeze at night, which oh, kind yeah, of yeah. softens the summer, the humid blow, yeah, so to speak. Breeze. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, and you can there are a couple of nights too in the summer you could really get away with wearing a hoodie. Oh look, but look, I'll be the first one to tell you, I am not complaining whatsoever. Oh, I'm not either. That we are in the 60s in almost the middle of May. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm I'm good. But what I'm saying is those nights in the summer, especially like in July and August, where there's no air moving at all and it's dead, whew, if you don't have AC, let me tell you, you it, it's it's almost like there's just a blanket of water that's just sitting on you at all time from the humidity. Yeah. Which it's I, which crazy. I love. You like, are you, uh, what? No, what is wrong it. with no. you? Uh, I've come, as you get older, you come where I didn't used to like it as much. You like being sticky. I don't like being sticky, but I like the humidity. I like the, the, I like them summer nights. That's, I'm, I'm in, I don't know. The older I get, the the more I like it for some reason. And I don't know if it's because just I'm getting older. I I don't know. But I'm just, just I've been living in it my entire life. I guess I just... Um, most people don't like it. So, I mean, I just had a moment of realization that this may be the most boring conversation we've had on the podcast yet. We're talking about, like, if you think about it, we're talking about the weather and we haven't got and humidity. We haven't We've got... hinted at it, but we really haven't started talking about no, it either. We haven't. So we haven't, but if you want to um, go ahead and, and, and bring us back around, yeah. what I was going to do, look real quick. Um, so I talked to Nick about this. So I think, 
me and Nick have a huge platform in what we're doing. Where all three of you listen. Yes. Yes. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Um, no, seriously, thank you guys for listening. We, yeah. we do appreciate we it. We do appreciate it. And look, me and Nick are both Christians. And we both love Jesus. A to the men. And what I want to bring, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing major, but the topics from, from about now on, you know, to finish out the rest of the season as we get closer to season two ending, the topics we have lined up, I'm each and every one of them topics. I'm going to find, um, just kind of give you some references in the Bible, what it says about them topics that we're talking about. And it's maybe, you know, maybe five minutes or so, you know what I'm saying? So, um, cause I think we have a huge platform here and, and I told Nick, I said, man, what better than use your platform than to talk about Jesus. So, uh, but also along the way, have good conversations about different things that we do in our lives. So, and one of them being, I think for us being in the South and that's hunting and fishing. Yes. Which both of them I love. I've done both of those things before throughout my 24-year lifespan. And one of them I enjoy and the other I don't. So we'll get into that. We'll get into that stuff. And And we'll talk about why. Because I know there are those of you out there that for various reasons probably fall on either side of that argument. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I grew up, look, you know, you, you would think being where I've grown up living all my life that I've probably been hunting all my life. And I haven't. That's that's the case for me, too, actually. Yeah, so I, you know, um, I don't know... My parents are, are, you know, back to dad again. Here, here we are bringing up dad. He has to be mentioned yeah, every episode, man. Every Mickey Fama. Dad was not a huge hunter. So, I didn't, you know. He never really has been a huge hunter, has no. he? Yeah. And, you know, so he never really, you know, took on that, that role of hunting. But, and I didn't take on doing it until, you know, later, you know, in my mid to late 20s. How old were you? Uh, Specifically, you just said mid to late twenties, but you know, I was. Well, I guess it would have been my late twenties. I was twenty eight or twenty nine when I really started. Really? Wow. You know, okay. Really started hunting and going out, and um, I had been occasionally, you know, here and there, but nothing like I was. You know, my brother in law has property not too far from where we are uh, right now, so over two thousand acres. And okay, whoa, hold the phone. Didn't know he had that that much. Yes, I know he had a lot, but I didn't him know it was two thousand acres. Dad, yes, they have okay two thousand bet- acres between the two of them. Yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they've you know, I think they lease it though, but they've been leasing it out for a long time. Yeah, um, hunting clubs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, until I got involved with his his hunting club, I really didn't do anything so i really got into it then and really loved it you know just kind of like man i've been missing out on this for a long time so that but also <clears throat> but the hunting part and been doing all my life but the fishing part i've been doing however i can remember fishing um sounds like we're so. pretty much both in the same boats there i i didn't start hunting until later in life but i've been fishing my entire life yeah. And I think that's probably a product of the fact that, you know, we live right down the road from a major river, a major lake, actually, and a river in in our state. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> that has a lot to do because I, I grew up uh, 12 or 13 year old, you know, when I was 13 or, or 12 or 13 year old, 12 or 13 years old, I grew up on the river, basically, because my papa had a river lot and, man, we go over there and fish or whatever. But even before that, dad would take me to, we had, we have a Creek, um, across from where mom and dad live now, uh, behind our longtime neighbor of mom and dad's, uh, coach Tuart, who, who coached here at Asheville, uh, for a long time. And he's got a Creek right behind there. 
pretty major creek. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, it runs all the way to... Runs to the river. Yeah, all the way to Coosa, all the way back through Asheville and so forth. And um, it's got everything in there. Everything, catfish, bass, crappie. In some states, it would be called a river. (laughs) Yeah, it would. You know? Yeah. Seriously, though, it's... It, it, by our definition, it is a creek, but it is it, it carries enough water and it gets big enough at some points where that that joker could be considered a river by uh, uh, by by a somewhat loose definition of that of that term. But it's 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 beautiful, man. Oh, it no is doubt. so gorgeous. Every everything you, you got everything in there you, that you need as far as fishing wise. So, um, yeah, man, those are. <clears throat> But yeah, I think especially during these times, this is uh, what we're going through with uh, coronavirus and all that stuff going on, and they you know label stuff as essential. I would label this stuff essential because there may be a day where we have to go out and we have to provide food for ourselves. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? And hunting and fishing are a big, big part of that. And um, not only that, though, I just, we just, you love to get outdoors. You love to, a lot of the stuff, hunting and fishing that you do, you're around a lot of people at times, you know, even when you're on family. And that's a um, together type stuff. You bring people together on hunting and fishing. And, um, I mean, you're, you're a, getting outside. Enjoying you're nature, you're bonding. You're teaching. You're teaching the next generation how to do all this stuff, and then they, their generation will take and teach the next generation. So, it's um, important. It's really it's important. very important. And um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who don't see that. You know what we, you know what we do. They don't. They're not eye to eye level with us on that top. And that's okay. You know, they have the right to disagree. Yeah, with that's us. totally fine. That's, yeah. that's fine. It's it's we have a really great opportunity where we live to be minutes away from nearly untouched nature where we can go out and walk to a place where humans may not have been for 50, 100, 200 years, may not have been through that same area. So it's, and in the state of Alabama, where there's a lot of different landscapes, where we are, we're we're kind of what you would call in the Piedmont or right above the Piedmont region, the Appalachian foothills. So there are a lot of valleys, a lot of mountains, a lot of you know small lakes, streams, ponds, whatever. Oh, yeah. So we get a lot of. There's actually, I didn't know this until a couple of years ago, but uh, the Cahaba that goes through Birmingham, that flows through Birmingham. Oh yeah, is actually. I think, if I can remember correctly, don't quote me on this, but I want to say at one point in time I read where it was, according to scientists, considered the most biologically diverse river in the world, meaning that there were more different types of species that relied on and existed in and around the Cahaba than anywhere else in the world. Really? So that, yes, so that makes our state and where we live in terms of nature really really diverse and important i mean it it's it's an important means of survival i mean the state of alabama itself you look at what a lot of our economy is based on logging you know not many people think of timber the timber industry when they look at the state of alabama oh yeah but in the south it's a huge industry i mean huge you know we both know there's a guy that we go to church with his kids go to school here in town and he lives in town his whole livelihood He's a timber broker. I mean, his whole livelihood is based on timber. Yeah. And there's where I live. I live in a valley. Either side of the valley, the mountains, it's all owned by timber companies. Yeah. And the land. And they're very generous with that land. Oh, no doubt. As long as you don't bring trash or tear up trails or anything like that, they don't care who goes out there and fishes, hunts, camps. They don't they don't mind. So it's really been awesome because there's just so much nature and so much that nature has to offer to us that's literally right outside our front doors. It's just 
or in our backyards, whatever the phrase is. But it's it's really awesome to. I mean, I grew up, I grew up, and I know I am technically a millennial, born in 1995. But I was still, my parents are fairly older. They had myself and my brother later in life, and they made us get out of the house. There was none of this. Okay, it's the middle of the summer. You're out of school. I can stay inside and watch TV all day. Oh, heck no. Mama wasn't putting up with that. It was get the heck outside, go cut the grass, and then when you get done cutting the grass, I don't care what you do, but you better not come back in until dark. So we'd go out and with some friends that lived right down the road from us, and we'd just go make a fort or set up a camp or go play in the mud. Literally, there were days we'd come home, I'd have mud all over me. Right. And it was normal. I would right. I would strip down in the garage, right. hop in the shower in my underwear, hop out, change into my, into my pajamas, eat supper and go to bed. And that was and then get up the next morning and do it all over again. So Nature Man has played a huge role in my life. Especially, you know, like you said, I've been fishing since I was young and got into hunting later on in life. But I want to hear kind of of the two, which one do you think you prefer, hunting or fishing? Probably fi- be fishing. You've done a lot of fishing lately, I Especially know. Especially here lately. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I've gotten on this new kick, man. So where we live now, we've got a um, – there's a pond between my, my in-laws, my wife's parents, and her – her mama also and i was we're up i've got my kids at home you know we live right by this pond and and i just you know not too long ago i was thinking we got nothing in this pond to fish and i'm thinking what a travesty yeah you know it's like i, I can't we're, we got a pond right here my kids can walk to it and we have nothing in it they can really fish so it's like well, that's about to change so I went, uh, yeah, thinking there was nothing in there. I went, and we have a friend of ours, not too, here in town in Asheville, that's got a piece of property with a 15-acre pond on it. They've got all you need, if yeah. you know what I mean. Plenty of bass and crappie and so forth. But I mainly wanted to, I wanted to get bass and, and start stocking this pond out with it. So that's what I've been doing. I've put in... You know, largemouth. Yeah, largemouth bass over like you know twenty five of them or so in there right now. That's the state fish, isn't it? The largemouth bass. I think so. Yeah, is our state fish? It's either the I can't remember if it's the largemouth or the smallmouth bass. I can't remember. I think it's the largemouth bass is Alabama state fish. I guess it would be. I don't know. I, I hadn't really thought about that. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. No. um... So I've started stocking it out, and, you know, I bought a bunch of fish food to kind of feed, you know, some of them and stuff like that. One that one particular night, we're out there throwing, it's getting late, and we're throwing the fish food, and all of a sudden, I see these huge heads come up and just taking this fish food. What? And, yeah, and I'm like, what is that? And I'm like looking at it, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, what could that be? And soon to come to find out, it's catfish. And I'm like, oh, I got to catch one of these. So <clears throat> I set up one night there, and they've been, they're kind of hard to catch. Yeah. Because the way the pond is set up down on the bottom, usually you, you, you try to catch catfish off the bottom. Yeah. Because that's what they are. They're bottom feeders. But we got so much. The algae kind of covers the bottom, so it's really kind of hard to, to fish off the bottom. It's not really clear, you know, and muddy. Um, so they're kind of hard to catch. So I started just <laughs> throwing that fish food out there, and they're coming to the top. Well, I just took a hook, and I, as soon as that head comes up, I, I throw that line over that head and reel that hook back towards me, and I hooked them <laughs> right in the side, right in the mouth, or try near the mouth. Yeah. And hooked it, and I caught Nick. You want to talk about a powerful, powerful creature? They are, and given their size, him, well, I didn't know. I didn't realize how big they were. Mm-hmm. 
when I saw them, I'm thinking, yeah, you know, it looks like a five pounder. So, but when I, oh my gosh, it's like an eight or nine pound catfish I brought out of there, and we had no idea they were in there. So, anyway, I just, I'm just kind of been on this kick. Hey, I'm stocking out this pond. We're gonna have some fish to catch, especially with my boys coming up there, and you know, the more bass they catch, the you know, the funner it is, you know, type thing. So. Uh, and it is the largemouth bass is our state. Oh yeah, the largemouth bass, fish? the largemouth bass, and the fighting tarpon are our state fish. The fighting tarpon. The fighting tarpon. I believe that's. I, I'm guessing that's our saltwater state fish. Yeah, I, I would think so. And it's classified as a vulnerable species right now. It's at, it's actually threatened. It's not. Ex, it's not. Uh, it's near extinction. Let me just put it that way. Right. Uh, but yeah, the Atlantic tarpon, otherwise known as the silver king or the fighting tarpon is um is a coastal water estuary lagoon fish and that is our it and the largemouth bass are our state fish so that's cool yeah we have we have a state beverage too i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) you gotta state everything we have a state beverage we have a state dance (laughs) oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm finding out so much about our uh state uh we have a didn't know we have had a slogan we have a state soil interesting hey this this is going to have to be a topic we get on here pretty soon. I know. Soon. We're going to have to like, talk about all this on uh, another state episode. things we, we don't know about. Do you know your state? Right, exactly. Yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a cool episode. That'll be a cool episode. That we should do cool. that. That would be cool. Season three, because we've got the rest of season two planned out. Season two's already written, but season three, write that stay down. tuned. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> He's actually writing yeah, it down, y'all. Because <laughs> yeah, um, we will uh, lose it, that's for sure. So, But yeah, so, you, so you've basically... You you've pretty much stocked this pond though, correct? Yes, not I, I not to get, where you want it. No, but. I want to get more because right now we're I'm about every time I go out there I'm, I'm catching at least one or two bass now, which is a great thing. So if you're doing that, I want to get to where we're catching about you know three or four here and there. Is it a catch and release scenario? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're we're releasing them because we want them to. You want them to flourish, and, man. Grow and prosper. Yeah. So I mean that's um that's part of it. But these catfish, man. I I caught one the other day and um you know I'm catching and releasing them too cuz I want to keep them keep them flowing. But um But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> look. And I I'll, I'll get on more about this here in a minute, but uh I just love fishing. I mean, that's if I prefer one over the other that would be fishing but hunting is right behind it yeah so i mean either one um i'm good with either one but if if you just had to you know point a gun at me and say which one do you want choose uh fish yeah so i would do the other way around (laughs) i know so so explain your explain your uh which you and i talked about that yeah so i'm i'm more of a hunting guy i okay I'm going to try to keep this short to provide context, but I just don't like fishing. It's one of those things where I, and it's not because I'm not a patient person. Okay. I'm an education for crying out loud. Uh, that is true. You know, so I, thinking about I, that. I am, I but am there is a different kind of patient. So th- that, that is true. And I will give you that. And I guess, I guess it is because given that situation, my mind. Here, okay. Here's the thing. Growing up, my grandparents lived on the river. We lived half a mile, exactly half a mile away from the river. My parent, my grandparents were actually on the river. They had a dock, a pier, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And my grandmother, that sweet, sweet old southern lady, grew up with 12 other brothers and sisters. She loves, she loves fishing. I mean, absolutely loves fishing. I was saying most of that generation would. Yes. Yeah. And she could sit there all day and just fish, 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 fish. And she's hilarious to watch fish, too, by the way. I mean, she could have her own reality TV show, her own Bill Dance series. Anyway, yeah. so my we grew up going down there all during the summer, fishing with her, fishing with my papa, fishing with mom and dad, cousins, aunt and uncles, that kind of thing. Fishing to the point so much that... Because I didn't grow up fishing for bass. I grew up fishing for catfish and crappie. I did too. Because the and and the point of that for those that don't know is those are the you can eat bass but it's not 
it's not the best eaten. Whereas crappie and catfish oh, are. Yes. And I love crappie the most. So oh, no doubt. So no fresh doubt. caught crappie. Throw it in a bucket. Take it up, grandma or dad. Fillet those suckers. Oh. Batter them. Batter them real quick. Throw them in the deep fryer, and then you know at six o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night, you're eating a fish that you'd caught three or four hours earlier, watching the sun go down over the river. I mean, tell me how much how how much better could that get? Not much so, better. So that sounds really good. That's kind of that's that's my background when it comes to fishing, and I did that. I mean, I can remember going fishing down there. I mean, I was a wee tot, and I was knee high to a grasshopper. I mean. Literally, I, I can remember going fishing before my brother was born, and my brother is almost three years younger than I am. Yeah. So it's very much ingrained into who I am, and it always will be, but I was never good at it. <laughs> you know, that would be, literally, I'm not joking, my grandmother and my brother and my dad would be fishing, it'd be us four fishing, and everybody else would be catching crappie and catfish and here i am a real little nick Wilson. nothing nothing i got nothing do you know how frustrating and that that didn't happen just once that was a consistent <laughs> thing so i just kind of it's one of those things like you know you you're just not good at certain things right and you just don't like to do those certain things because you're not good at those certain things and you get frustrated and I, I will admit i i kind of did i kind of <laughs> did and and here, here's my thing. Every time I go back to fish, I think about those moments. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, I could be reading a book. I could be writing. I could be doing something else with my time. Because literally, I, I would just go sit on the dock and just watch the sunset. To me, that is m- more relaxing and entertaining than fishing. So, but anyway, I digress. So hunting for me is the more exciting of the two because when i when i go hunting when i get ready to go hunting and i don't do a lot of big game most of what i do is small game rabbit squirrel that kind of thing oh so you like that kind of hunt yes okay because i mean i really you don't even have to it's not like you have to go there's not a whole lot of effort that you put into that i mean they're everywhere right at least around here they are so now i have been deer hunting before i've been i've never been turkey hunting i want to go uh, at, at some point, but I have been deer hunting and oh, turkey hunting's a different ball game. That's what I've been told, man. Different game. I've never you been duck to. hunting either. Want to go duck hunting? So. Yeah, I haven't. No, I've uh, been turkey hunting one 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 or two times because my brother in law is big. He's big time into it. Turkey hunting, man. You gotta. You have got to have patience. Yeah. Be very still, because them turkeys. They have they have eyes, dude. Like their vision, they have eyes. Their vision is ridiculous. Like if you even like flinch, they're like, "What's that?" Gobble gobble. You know, I mean, they're and the thing about it is, like you can hear them coming. Yeah, but they will fly up in the trees. Yeah, and they will just drop right on you, and you're like, "Okay, where did he come from?" You know, you're trying to, you know, it's just like. They are very, man, they're smart. They're smart, too. I mean. You know, Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be our national uh, bird. Yeah, I'm glad he but, didn't. <laughs> but but we got the bald eagle instead. Yeah, I'm not the, complaining. Don't no, get me wrong. No, I'm just saying, you know, fun the turkey fact. is very smart. Um, it's a smart bird. And you you have to call them in and um speak their language and they have a language yeah yeah i mean that's turkey just like ducks right you gotta have a call but it's funny right you do you know yeah but it's funny how humans and animals work have you ever really thought about it so we make these calls and they're female calls (laughs) and yeah we we yeah we talk and we hey we bring them in. Come on, like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we not the same as humans? Yeah. We, when, when a girl talks, 
it's, she's speaking our language, you know, sometimes. Well, I mean, and well, it's, it's like, one of those things where it's, it's a ba- and that right there just proves to you how nature is built on that kind of, there's something that I want, there's something that I need, oh, here's somebody that I can get it from. All right, well, I'm going to that person or that thing. And and but I mean that's 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 a part of nature, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's how man. It's a basic in- instinct is what I'm yeah, saying. We use a lot of stuff to in that way to to hunt. Yeah. Or, you know, the things we hunt for. So, um to draw them in because that's what they're that's what they're um a lot of times that's what they smell for, that's what they go after, that's what that's how it that's how it works. Well think about if they don't do that, their species doesn't survive. You know, most of the things that we're coded to do as animals, the priority is survival of the species. Yeah. Right. So that's we're just we're just gaming the system, taking advantage of that, you know? Yeah. Doesn't hurt anything. Right. Well, I mean it other than the the animal, but <laughs> look, it's good eating. Hey, look, and and I'll get into that later, you yeah. know, towards the end of the show. Well, you know, hey, why it's a you know, we're allowed to do that. Yeah. You know, we're allowed to go out and, and hunt these animals and... Survival. And eat them, which are uh, most of the time really delicious, and depending on what you're, what you're getting. Look, like 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 deer. Now look, I don't know how you are, but you know, a couple, you know, couple years, well, it's, you know, it's been about four or five years. You know, I killed my first my first buck and he was an older buck so i had him you know dressed and everything yeah you know and we got the meat off of him and took it home and you get to fixing that deer meat and you try to fix it the best way you possibly can you know to take a lot of the game out of it for that gamey taste and you know a lot of times in big bucks and older bucks you just ain't gonna do it they're still gamey. They're still. See, I know, like that though. You like the gamey taste too? Not okay. Not where it's overwhelming, but I like to have a hint of it. Just a hint of it. You know, deer jerky man. Oh gosh, deer I think jerky. you're gonna have a hint of Woo. it anyway, regardless yeah. of what happens or how you fix it. But you try to get it to fix it to you know where it's just not as strong. Yeah, and I think you know I, that's where I think the does come in. The does are. You know, really good, um, and not as gamey in the young in the younger bucks too. But um, yeah, man, just I think anything you uh, out of God's creation that you try to take and uh, take and eat is is uh, and then you teaching that next generation how to do the same thing. That's where it all is. So. Um, we enjoy that. So, you like the deer hunting, or you? I've only been once. No, actually, I, no. Excuse me. I've I've only shot a deer. I actually hit a deer once, uh, and that, and I didn't. Okay, so my my quick story on deer hunting or just hunting in general. I did. I didn't do it growing up. My dad wasn't into it. It's a lot like your situation. Funny, actually, yeah, it's very similar. Little, yeah, yeah, my my dad wasn't into it because his eyesight. Just never, even though he was in the military and he was trained and, you know, all that good stuff. He knew how to, he's got guns. He knows how to shoot guns, maintain them, all that good stuff. He just, it was never one of his things that he did. And so I didn't really get into it until a couple of buddies of mine in college got into it. Or they they had been doing it their whole lives. And one of them owned property down there where I'd gone to college. Because there's a lot of good hunting land down there around Auburn. And so that's kind of where I got into it. Yeah. of course, you know everybody has to take everybody snipe hunting at some point in their life. Oh, yeah. you know that's a that's a that's a coming of age ritual that's that a, that has to be taken care of. You know, everybody check the list type thing. Exactly. You yeah. you're not a you're not an adult unless in the South at least unless you've been snipe hunting before. Right. So, of course, I had to go snipe hunting that kind of thing. There you go. But uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I I didn't get into it until really I was twenty. Yeah, I would have been about twenty twenty years old. Um, enjoyed it because there's this adrenaline rush associated with 
obviously there's an adrenaline rush associated with getting that fish in, hooking that fish and pulling it in. But to me, the adrenaline rush is almost constant when you're yeah. going hunting because you've right. got a you've got a weapon. You're you're you are the predator. You control. You have to me. It's almost like you have a little more control over whether or not you kill your prey than if you simply go fishing. Whereas to me, in fishing, there's a lot more luck and a lot more chance associated with it. Now, I'm not a professional fisherman. That may not be the case. If you were to talk to a a, a bass angler or some somebody like that, somebody that does it professionally, but to me, when it comes to hunting, there's just I don't know. It just gets my engine going man just gets me gets me going so uh um and of course i I don't do it unless i know that i'm gonna eat it right so like have you ever had you know squirrel in any have you ever had squirrel well we you know our, our local church has been doing these um wild game dinners yes yes and at the wild game dinners you will have you know you come to it and they will feed you wild game. And it's delicious. It is. And they'll have a variety of stuff. It's a it's a uh, men's ministry kind of a thing. So we, I think there were squirrel dumplings. Not too and long that's ago. exactly what I was going to ask you about. Have you ever had squirrel dumplings? I had it at the church. Delicious, man. You know. Okay, your face is telling me <laughs> that you don't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I said it wouldn't be one of my first selections. Really? Yeah, not one of my first ones. You know, the the majestic quail <laughs> is up there. Um, I love me some quail. See, I'm not big on the quail. You're not big on the quail? It's good, don't get me wrong. But if I were to choose, well, I don't know. If I were to choose between quail and squirrel, that's tough, man. I don't know which one I'm choosing. That's tough. Oh, wow. The squirrel dumbas were good, I'm telling you, man. So you really are on the squirrel thing, ain't you? Huh? Rabbit, squirrel. Now, I've... I, I don't know if this is true, but I've actually heard if you eat too much squirrel, I mean, uh, if you eat too much rabbit, that your your brain <laughs> your brain will shrink because rabbit meat is so lean; it has almost not zero fat, but it has so little fat. Yeah. That your body, if if you, all you eat is rabbit meat, your body is starved of fat, and. Because your brain, uh, a significant portion of your brain is fatty muscle or or fatty uh, tissue. Right. It, it your brain will actually shrink because you're starving your body of fat. Really. Fun fact. Now again, I don't know if that's true. That that came from a guy I know who who breeds rabbits. So, I don't. Well, look. You know. And yes, I know somebody that breeds we'll just, rabbits. Well, hey, look. If you don't know somebody who don't breed rabbits, then uh, especially <laughs> you, around here, then I mean, I, you if know. you don't know somebody that breeds rabbits, yeah, right, because everybody knows somebody that breeds rabbits, right, breeds something. You know well, yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, man, look, I mean, hunting to me is just look, we, yeah, and, and and I guess you you really can't historically speaking, you can't say that either one of them hasn't came came before the other but i mean we've been doing both of those things hunting and fishing since the dawn of man you know what i mean so it's it's in our instinct it's in our dna well you either got a person who is hunting who is a hunter or he fishes or both or both but a lot of people do both but they do they do do both and then but you've got you know like i said my brother-in-law he's a hunter he will fish, but he don't necessarily like fishing. Yeah, you know he likes hunting more. You know, type thing. But um, uh, yeah, man. Look, and so we're kind of nearing down on our podcast. We're getting to the end, folks. We are. And you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, I, I said me and Nick have a platform here. Why not have a platform? Where you talk about Jesus a little bit? They talk about Jesus a lot. Who's, but, who's Jesus? Huh? Who's Who's Jesus? Yeah, I'm go. sorry. What? So what? Who, where? <laughs> um, no. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, so what I was just going to do the subjects that we were talking about, I was just going to I was going to take them subjects and and just, find just what they it, say man. about that subject yeah. in the Bible. You know what just I'm saying? Tell it, enlighten us, man. So look, this is. 
this is after, you know, this is the time of Moses. This is during his time. This is after the flood. This is what God specifically says we we can and cannot do after the flood. If you want to know about the flood and all that other stuff, go back to Genesis. That's for another time. But for right now, the laws about animals for food. I like this. And it says this will be in Leviticus 11.4. Well, this is really 11.2. These are the creatures which you may eat from, all the animals that are on the earth. Whatever devise a hoof, thus making split hooves and choose a cud among the animals that you may eat. Well, you think about hooves. What has hooves? What has a split in them? Those are deer, right? Beef. Beef. Horses. Cattle, right? Yeah, what well, you said, beef. Yeah. Centaurs. Now, a camel has a hoof. Yeah. Did you know camels originally are, are from North America? Camels are? Camels are, fun really? fact. I, I thought know. I told you that the other Did day. Did you tell me that? You had left. You had already leave? left. Yeah, I, I talked to Billy and your dad about that. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. That's, the U.S. Army actually had camels in their fight against the Mexicans. Well, I don't know. That may have been Pancho Villa. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, we had a whole cavalry one. regiment that had camels. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> let's end the history lesson. Right, right. So, I mean, you know. But, no, I mean, yeah, I, look, I, there, there are things that, that, we're supposed to, in moderation, it, it's not that we do it just to, we kill animals just to kill animals, but there there is an, a necessity for sustenance. Oh, yeah, yeah, no survival. doubt. Survival. Again, no it's doubt. survival, and a necessity for sustenance and survival. No doubt. And, so. you know, um, in Deuteronomy, it says, these animals are which you may eat, the ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, the gaze, gazelle, the roebuck, the wild goat, the ibex, the antelope, and the mountain sheep. There's, I mean, there's, you know, it, it just... I've never had a roebuck. <laughs> now, I know where roebuck is. Yeah, I know where roebuck is. Yeah, I know but I've ne- or a gazelle. Or a I've never had an antelope, roebuck. a gazelle, or a roebuck. Uh, or an ibex. All African uh, animals, by the way. Yeah, those are African animals. They're they? all native yeah. to the plains so, I mean, of Africa. So, you know... Look, man, you know, God gives us plenty of stuff out there to eat. And it even talks about, you know, eating of the fish, you know, stuff with fins and, in, in you know, in, in rivers rivers and, and, and out in the seas and stuff like that. So um, those are just some that, you know, I've taken. There's a lot more verses and everything that talks about, you know, eating the animals for food and all that stuff. But there's just some, a couple, there you go, type thing. The more you know. The more you know. That's that's pretty much it. The more you know. And um, but uh, look, I've enjoyed this episode. It's been a I great episode. You, I, it's kind of flown by. Yeah, it's to be by. honest. Yeah. So, like I've been checking the time and checking the time and checking the time, and then out of the, out of nowhere, it's like we're fifty minutes in, and I'm going, oh god, and I'm giving you the signal to, to hey, let's let's hey, start hey, wrapping hey, wrap this up. up. But, um, but real quick before we go, you know, we've got to do our recommendations. Oh, so do oh. you? And, do, you don't have a recommendation. I do. do. Okay, good. What's your recommendation? I'm gonna let you go first. Why are you doing that to me? Because you, <laughs> I go first every time. You do every because you never have one. All right. Um, His brother criticized him <laughs> because he's, he's like, dude, you got to improve on your okay. recommendations. All right, look, look, look. I will make this recommendation, and I'm not saying don't hold me. To, look, I'm not saying it's not for women. Because it could be, if you if why, why you got to make it about sex, man? No, or sexist. No, no. I'm I'm just saying that there are a lot of women fishermen out there. Yeah, but I don't know any. You know, I know I know a couple. Well, I say that. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me be more specific. Bass fishermen is yeah. what I'm saying. Trying to say. Do you know some? I do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I had just bought a. Everybody who knows what a bait caster is. Oh yeah. It's uh. Don't get me started on that. Look, it, it's it's a reel. <laughs> it's a fishing reel that you. It's an open face, basically, where you, you're casting it out, but you got to stop it with your thumb. You got to yeah. stop the line before it hits the water with your thumb, and you're kind of placing it where you want to. And I bought this loose bait caster, is what it's called, and I love it. I mean, it's just smooth. Cast it out, and that's your recommendation. 
Well, this is a hunting fishing episode. Oh, okay, yeah. So, Mine know. has nothing to do with what. Well, not nothing, but yeah. well, I, I, since this hunting and fishing you're better episode, than me when it came to the recommendation look, that, yeah look, that's fine look. and ma- making it relevant anyway yeah anyway but uh just bought it not too long ago i you love like it, it. Yeah. love it used it by the way i fished in a kayak fishing tournament yesterday actually it was a lot of fun and i took that new bait caster and used it up and down the where i was going fantastic so if that's your deal if you like bass fishing you like this fishing period, but that's what you like to do. Go get a bait caster, lose bait caster. They sell them at Walmart for seventy four dollars. Not a sponsor. Uh, no, you're right. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, my recommendation you is you didn't, you didn't quite happy with my recommendation. No, I'm not. I hate bait casters. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely do not like them. They're the ba- not the bane of my existence, but right. I just I could never right. learn how to use okay. one. I still don't know how Whatever. to use one. Whatever. What's your recommendation? My recommendation is a little television show that... Oh, we're doing um, TVs again. What a look, spectacular... Look, look, It's my what, recommendation. What a, what a, it's my recommendation. It. I could have guessed it, what you were going to recommend. It's my recommendation, and I know, man. Hey, I, I know which one you're doing. I know which one you're going to recommend it. Out... out. <laughs> What did you just say? I don't know. Recommend them? What is recommend them? I don't know what recommend them is. Uh, No, Outer Banks. I know which one you're going to recommend. Outer Banks. I highly recommend this television show. And here's why. Here's why. Okay. Okay. The, I was initially, I'm not a big fan of the cheesy young adult treasure hunt melodrama, romance, gossip TV shows that are out there. Yeah. I'm not going to name any. There there, you know, a lot of them out there now. A lot. But is an understatement. I'd heard so just what what made me watch this show was the cast. I'd heard so much about their chemistry and I'd heard so much about the story. And so from what I'd heard about the cast and the actual story of the show, it that's what piqued my interest. And once I started watching, man, I couldn't stop because the story, the aesthetic, and the vibe of the show is so incredibly good. I've been to the Outer Banks. I love the beach. I've been to the Gulf. I've been to the Outer Banks, two completely different locations, by the way. And it really, to me, captures that feeling, captures the emotion and and to me, what's so great about the story is that the story does such a good job at developing those characters and really yeah. making you empathize and sympathize with and for those characters. The actors are amazing. But I just want to shout out to Jonas Pate, Josh Pate, and Shannon Burke, the three creators of the show. Uh, guys, thank you for blessing us with this TV show. I, I know you'll never hear this, but you, you, you y'all... They've really done a great job. Yeah. And this cast has really done a great job. Great people. Great show. Can't wait for season two. And it really makes you connect. I, I'm only 24. But to me, it's just, it makes me connect with my younger self in such a way that, that a lot of shows and movies haven't been able to, that have tried to. So props to those guys. Props to Netflix. The cast, the crew. Jonas, Josh, Shannon, y'all did an awesome job. The writers, the other writers, it's really a great, great well, look, show. You showed me the trailer to this yes. the other day, kind of, a, and it intrigued me a little bit. I was like, you know, I don't have Netflix, which baffles me. Which, <laughs> so which I know, which it, which it, he's like, it, for you, it's just like you don't. Have there's Netflix. like a hundred. A hundred and eighty. Don't have Netflix. There's a Netflix has a hundred and eighty million subscribers worldwide. Right, and then look, and I'm granted one, we are a world of seven I'm one billion of them who but, are not. You know, yeah. So, I so mean, you're in the majority. You're right, but um, still, no. I just we had it for a little bit. Nothing on Netflix really intrigued me a whole lot, so we kind of let it go. We've got Prime and all that stuff, which I'm thinking about letting it go too because I'm really not finding anything on it either. But uh, I think. I think this show you might have me buy Netflix for about a week, enough just to get watch you a seven it. day free trial. Yeah, 
Just enough. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Get you just enough to return. watch it and be done. I'm serious. It's it's I, I wouldn't. I, it's not that it's not for kids. There's there's one or two words in there that definitely aren't. You don't need to let kids. But the uh, ocean and the water is kind of intriguing. Dude, man, yeah, yeah. like, and that and that's why I said earlier I can't wait to go on vacation. I just I want to go to the beach so bad. That whole the but whole time I'm watching that. Show. It, oh yes, but see what's what's even better than that is to me there's a lot of relationship conflict and resolution between the kids between the kids and their parents and you and i have kind of talked about that like well, there's like drama well well but they like drama that they can relate to that's right, the thing okay. and this is all drama that it's it's not universal but it's a lot of a, a significant majority of us have gone through what these kids go through in the show when it comes to their parents and their friends and it's just man that the show they nail it they just right. nail it and it's just Rarely, it's rare that I just absolutely get enamored with someone's creation like this. That's why I specifically shouted out the creators and the showrunners, you know, especially Jonas and Josh. Man, they do they do such a great job. Sonny Hodge, uh, who, who who's one of the producers and another creative force behind the show, you know, all those guys, right? Great, great group. Uh, and I, and I just can't I can't get over the actors, man. Some of them first time actors. You know, they're in their t- 20s playing these teenagers, and they just knock it out of the dang park, man. Yeah. And then when you investigate it, they're all best friends. Like, literally, they all hang out together. And so the chemistry that you see on screen is real because it's 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 there in real life, too. So it's it's just an amazing show, man. Well, that's cool. I'm in love with it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm going to have to check it out here pretty yeah. soon. So I just thank the good Lord that he he... he gave these guys this opportunity and, and gave me the opportunity to watch it. So Right. But but anyway. So. Hey, you know what I'm going to do after this podcast? What? I'm going to go fishing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I know. That doesn't surprise me. But uh, look, if you if you ever need to do something like, uh, you know, just, you know, you ain't got nothing to do, you're bored, go find a podcast like, you know, something called like Talk or Go Home! Was that a was that a good outro?